0: This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth.
1: Hello. Welcome to B2B Radio brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right. Well, we are going to talk. We've got two guests this week, not one, but two. You guys aren't stuck with me or even just one person. Um, They're voices you've heard before on the show. Um, And we're going to talk about what does it mean to be an entrepreneur. And we're going to talk about that with Mr. Paul Rockwell of the Rockwell Company. Mr. Rockwell, welcome back. morning. Thank you, and Mr. James Minter of Buckeye Media Services. hello so um the three of us talk about this kind of stuff all the time, and we were as we were talking about it several months ago now I'm like we gotta we gotta sit down and kind of hash this out on the on a show here um and so I want to talk a little bit about um you know how do, how do you define what an entrepreneur is because I think it gets personally I think it gets way overused I mean everyone uses that term anyone who has a business or even Sells something, thinks they're an entrepreneur, and I don't personally agree with
2: that. I think the definition is a little bit different. Paul, what do you, what do you,
1: how do you define
2: entrepreneur? You know, this is a a conversation I've had with many business owners and people. There's a lot of entrepreneurial stuff going on right now, and I, and I agree it's, it's used way too often. But I never even consider myself an entrepreneur. I consider myself a hustler, somebody who gets shit done. Get stuff done. (laughs) It's fine. Sorry. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Um, So I've been doing a lot of research and stuff and digging into it. And I I like to think of it as it's somebody who has an idea that creates something that uses their own financial uh, money and assets and dollars and creates a business around that. And they run it. And then they become the manager, the operator, and the entrepreneur, business owner all in one. Mm Mm-hmm. So I like to – the whole financial piece is important to me, using your own money. A good friend of mine a long time ago, he told me, Paul, he said, you just do away with the stock market, do it with everything. If somebody you know has a good business and you want to invest in it, you give them money and you see a return. And if you lose your money and everyone else loses their money, then uh, that business isn't going to be in that long, (laughs) and it's going to be a cycle of uh, of that and so forth. So I'm not saying that extreme – Mm-hmm. But I like that philosophy, and that's that's what I believe. So it sounds sounds to me like you more of it. The big piece of it is using your own money. In my, and for me, for you, yeah, yeah, that's what I've done. That's what I, um, the people who are my role models in the business, that's what they've done. That's how they've grown. Um, I, I understand there's a whole world of money that you can get people to influx into a business and grow the business and scale the business. And that's great. That's not the world I come from. Mm-hmm. I don't know it that well. I really don't like to answer to people. So we know that. We know that uh, <laughs> well. We so <laughs> nobody tells Paul Rockwell what to do. No, um, so o- only when one have, person tells yeah. Paul what to do. And her name is Cynthia. Name is Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when you start taking all this money and you're growing your business, even if they're getting a return on their money, everybody has something to say. Right. about it, yeah. and I just do not want to be in that in that world. That's me. Um, I think there's a plenty of entrepreneurs who have scaled businesses and have used other people's money, and maybe that's a smart way to do it as well. But again, it comes back for me being able to sleep at night in my world, mm-hmm. and that's where I live. But I respect everybody who who takes that jump on their own, using their own money or not. But when we start talking about definitions of entrepreneur, it's important that we understand uh, the core of it, and yeah. that's, you know, doing something on your own with your hands. You create it, you sell it,
3: you market it, you do it all, and then scale it from there at whatever level mm-hmm. you want. It's interesting. I uh, i have fallen in love with Shark Tank over the past decade, I guess, now. <laughs> and uh, Cuban, Mark Cuban, always says, you know, often love it. you're a entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. yep, you know. Yep, yep. People who come to the table wanting their money, but they have an idea and they think that's all they need and then they come into the shark tank and they and they say, "Well, I, I came here." And they're like, "You came here so we can give you money, but you know, you haven't done what you need to do to show us that you're ready to hustle, that you're ready to to work your 12, 16-hour days, 5, 6 days a week to make whatever that vision is for you to, you know, I believe and, and Paul hit on a few of these things. You know, I do believe you're a hustler. You have a different mindset. If it's, if you don't have somebody in front of you that can do what needs to be done. And if you can or whether you can or can't do it, then you go out and you find the person that can fill that void. Mm -hmm. You're on the move to make sure that you get the systems in place. You know what, what the end result is because you have a strong vision for that. And you also have, um, you have the desire, the passion. Uh, to do whatever needs to be done and however many hours that takes putting your own money into making sure that whatever needs to get done is is going to get accomplished mm-hmm. uh the aptitude you know the business aptitude being able to not just speak the language but you know do what you you say you're going to do on those things um uh as an entrepreneur you have early on at least for me <laughs> you had some sleepless nights but you know what change When you get up in the morning, you put your feet on the ground, you're like, it's a new day. Whatever I didn't get accomplished yesterday, that's the first on my list now. Let's get that knocked out. Let's move forward and let's mm-hmm. build this thing, you know, but it's a mindset. Yeah. And I, I do believe it does require uh, a, a special individual that is persistent, aggressive, uh, you know, knows what they want. And again, if they themselves, if they're smart enough to know they don't have the skill set to do what needs to be done to accomplish it. They find the people that can help them. They come alongside, you know, even in times I was a manager, you know, the same philosophy applies. You know, you always build your teams with people that are capable of doing the job and then you let them do their job and you can manage them, right? Yeah. Well, an entrepreneur, you know, he comes in, they have a good vision. He or she has a strong vision with what they want. They get the pieces in place. If they don't have something, they find somebody that can fill that void, help them to complete what needs to be done so you can make it a, a good, solid product or service, and then you grow that business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, I guess,
1: and it's interesting hearing both of your perspectives, because mine, I don't disagree with anything that either one of you guys have said, but for me, when I think of an entrepreneur, I always think of more of along the lines of the mindset of, and you guys are both this way, is someone that sees a problem and figures out a solution for a problem. And I don't mean like, oh, two plus two is four. Oh, I'm talking about you're in a restaurant, you're in a business, you're anywhere, you're out in traffic, and you go, oh, man, why is this traffic like this? Well, it's because of X, Y, and Z. Well, what could you do to alleviate that problem? Man, if they developed a new traffic light that did X, Y, you know, that type of yeah. thinking, to me, that that mindset is what kind of sets you apart, I think. the wheels are always
3: spinning. Yeah. Yeah. And you get frustrated that. if something's yeah. not working. You're like, why isn't this working right? What can we do to fix it? I mean, you do, your wills do start spinning pretty quickly when you're an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah. And I think that versus, um, you know, Paul touched on it a little bit earlier of um, someone who just, and I'm not making fun of these people. I just mean it to me, it's not as much of you an know, entrepreneur as, let's say you buy a franchise and I own a subway. Yeah. Just because I bought a subway yeah. franchise, to me, that doesn't make you an entrepreneur. You, bought, you just bought yourself a job. You just bought yourself a job. Right. Right. I see that all the time. <coughs> yeah, well, I'm sure yeah. you do, yeah. Well, we're uh, up against a break here. Come back. Um, after the break, we're going to give the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. We're going to continue talking with Paul Rockwell and James Minter about what it means to be an entrepreneur. We're going to talk about some forms of entrepreneurship as well um, during the next uh, segment. So join us again after the break on B2B Radio. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website, or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to ourbizmarketing.com. That's r b i z marketing.com. Ourbizmarketing.com. That's r b i z marketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available.
0: To submit questions to the show, email them to Mr. Biz at Mr. Solutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: Welcome back to BDB Radio with me, Mr. Biz. It's BDB Radio brought to you by Capital Plus. CPI removes the hassle of balancing cash flow by becoming your full service credit and collections department. All right, so uh, we are again here with Paul Rockwell and James Minter. We're talking about. Um, what it means to be an entrepreneur. Before we dive back into that, uh, it's time for Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week's tip is start with yes, with ideas, customers, employees, etc. Think of how something can work and not how it will not work. And I see this way too often. People get stuck in that mindset of an employee comes up to you, Paul, you probably have this in, in your business all the time. Mm-hmm. Someone comes up to you and says, hey, what if we did this? And it's that mindset, right? The yeah. first thing you think of is, oh, ah, no, we've never done that before. We can't do that. You got to stop that mindset. You got to stop that way of thinking. Yeah. And you got to think, okay, I use this in my corporate life. People would have this all the time, right? So we'd have a deliverable and it'd be something that'd be like really tough to do, a lot of work and comp- compressed in time. And they'd say, well, we can't do it. And the CEO of Chase, Jamie Diamond, I would, I would respond to people and I would say, if Jamie came to you and said he needed this done, could you get it done? And they'd say, well, yeah, well, I'd have to work 20 hours a day for the next three days. Okay. But you could get it done. I don't want you to work twenty hours a day, but have that mindset. I can do it, but this is what it's going to take, right? I, thinking of how it can work more than likely in that scenario, you're going to say that's ridiculous, and you know I don't want you working sixty hours over the next three days. But have the mindset of you can do it, and then figure out if it makes sense. Uh, so that's Mister Biz Tip of the Week. So let's get back into entrepreneurs. So we were talking about right uh, at the end of the last uh, before the break. You know, I was mentioning to me. Just buying a franchise, for example, doesn't necessarily make you an entrepreneur. Whereas I think anyone nowadays again, i think the term gets overused—that people think, you know, if you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur. And I, it, for me, I don't think that's uh, a, a, that's too broad of a definition. And it sounds like from what Paul was saying and what James was saying, they, you know, they've got different elements that they, they agree with that, but there's different elements that you, like Paul, like you're talking about with your own money and getting things started. And I think that's a big piece of it. Um, But, uh, so let's talk about some forms of entrepreneurship. So, um, you know, you touched on some of those, Paul, what, um, I guess using your own money,
2: I guess really as far as that goes, it could be really anything, right? Yeah. So form of entrepreneur, um, well, I mean, I guess we have one form would be use your own money Mm -hmm. and then the other form would be you use someone else's money, (laughs) That's two forms. <laughs> um, there's the, you know, I, that's why I think you have the term being used in many ways. The definition of right. entrepreneur, I think, is used in many different ways because there's so many different type of entrepreneurs. You know, I've talked to you a little bit about uh, some books that I read and stuff, mm-hmm. and a big impactful book in my life is uh, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And it's the uh, every business has three parts the technician the manager and the entrepreneur and every business small business in america if you think about it think of all the people you know they're all started by a technician somebody who does something for somebody else and they wake up one day and they say well i can do this for myself boom but they're a technician Mm -hmm. and then now they start a business scale the business they have to do the work Got to hire somebody. When you hire somebody, you're now a manager. So you have to know when to flip that switch. <clears throat> and the third piece of the business owner is the entrepreneur. That's the vision, that's the problem solver you're talking about. Mm-hmm. People who can, prob- can solve problems can see things that other people don't see. That's a big, big separation when you're talking about a business owner and an op- entrepreneur. An entrepreneur has that vision and owns the business and runs the business and creates the culture in the business that's the true entrepreneur in my eyes Mm -hmm. yeah and I look I, I agree with you I
1: think what I find with what I do is I a lot of technicians aren't good entrepreneurs aren't good business owners they know how to do whatever they're Paul the plumber can plumb like a mofo but he is not a good business owner he doesn't understand business he doesn't understand marketing. He doesn't know how to hire people. He doesn't understand mar- See it all the time. So, yeah, that kind of thing. All the time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And they can't even see it. Right. They can't even see it. Right. They think they're a great business owner or that they are a business owner, but they can't see it. It comes, I mean, it's something that you're born with, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you can teach entre- the true sense of the word entrepreneur. I agree. I believe it's somebody... That you're born with it. I, I got it through athletics. I, I knew early on in sports, I can see things other people on my team can't see. Mm-hmm. And when you're directing traffic that way, I didn't understand business. I didn't know any of that. I didn't grow up in business. I grew up around entrepreneurs. Looking back on it now, you know, <clears throat> I knew how much of an entrepreneur they were. But I mean, you're born with it. I mean, you can teach the skills and things. And that's the cool thing about entrepreneurs, right? you don't have to have these physical skills. Mm-hmm. Like you True. could be on the same level as LeBron James in business. Any one of us sitting here, though so I can't dunk a basketball. I can't, and there's no way we can beat LeBron James one-on-one and I'm not going to be an NBA player <laughs> in real life in my head. I am all the time, <laughs> right. but on an entrepreneur level, on a business level, let's battle. And mm. that's the great thing about an entrepreneur is when you find out and realize the, that you're there now it's like add the fuel to that fire to get to a level to where you can compete with other people in the industry and when you get to that level and you start competing with these people that's when it becomes fun and it's addicting and it's like
3: wow like
2: i'm doing the same stuff they're doing a little bit different level but i can get to that level if i choose to
3: yeah you talk about different going back to your original question in terms of different levels or different types of of entrepreneurs and, and there can be a serial entrepreneur that is doing 10 different things at once and none of them connect. But I think right. that, you know, if you do have that person that they consider them, they, they consider themselves an entrepreneur because they've bought four franchises and they're operating four businesses. They have four revenue streams and they think they've been they've diversified their portfolio because they're different concepts. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in the franchise world that that's a possibility, but an entrepreneur somebody comes in and realize that they can make a food or a dessert that's peanut free, allergy free, gluten free, et cetera. They've gone through the science. They've created a niche and they've, they've captured an audience. They've built that. Well, then they take that, they build that product to a restaurant that serves those types of things. And, or they find other, what I would consider to be parallel type businesses, that they can grow their enterprise that is all unique, all fits a niche, all satisfies what we've talked about a couple times here, avoid or has a solution that, you know, there's a problem that they've identified in their community, within their culture um, that they have a solution for and that they build it from the ground up. Franchises, they're nice. You can take that on, but you know you are spending money to to take on systems that are already in place but as an entrepreneur 90% of the time you're building it from the ground up mm-hmm. and you've and you've identified what it takes to make that successful business whatever that might be
2: and i think that goes back to ken's point of that problem solver mm-hmm. you know i mean when you first started talking about it that, that's the type of person those the flip side of that is the creative side
3: yeah. Right? So that's mm-hmm. where the
2: creativity comes in as an entrepreneur to create your own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, good stuff, guys. Um, we are about
1: up against a break here, and uh, I, I will say we the third segment is going to be a little bit different than usual. As everyone knows, we usually take the third segment and we... Um, pick our, our guests' brain and, and talk about specific tips. but I want to continue along the path of what we've been talking about and talk about some other elements of entrepreneurship. and I want to dig a little bit further into something Paul you'd mentioned and that is you're born with it. You're either born with it or you're not or you don't, you don't have it not you can't necessarily learn it uh, learn it or be taught it. So uh, let's come back after the break. We'll continue talking with uh, Paul Rockwell and James Minter. Rejoin us on B2B radio.
2: Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at Tritraction are here to help. Tritraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at Tritraction. That's 800-719-4281 systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth.
1: Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at don't hesitate because there are limited spots available.
0: Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken at Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to BB Radio.
1: This week's guest, Paul Rockwell and James Minter of Buckeye Media Services. I should mention, um, I know we're not necessarily talking about uh, media services, but you can uh, check out. James's website, BuckeyeMediaServices.com, where you can give them a call at 614-259-3810. James has, let's, let's call it 20 plus years. Uh, Fair enough. Of <laughs> radio, TV, uh, outdoor, online media experience uh, can help your business. Uh, good stuff. I've worked with him. I know Paul's worked with him as well. Um, that's one of the reasons why he's on the show. I know he's a great resource. So definitely check him out. You can uh, reach James on uh, LinkedIn, uh, James Minter. Paul's on LinkedIn as well. Paul Rockwell, um, definitely go out and connect with those guys and uh, see what they're up to. So let's get back into that. So as I mentioned, I want to talk a little bit more because I think you hit on something I think is important, and, and that was Paul. You said you're born with it and you can't necessarily be taught. And I think I think your analogy was a powerful one. Like you, you know, I could have practiced you know 20 hours a day, and I could I'm never going to be as good a basketball player as, as Lebron James. He was born with that innate skill, and he developed even further. And I think what you're alluding to, and I think I agree, is is it's the same thing with being an entrepreneur, right? You have that skill set or you kind of
2: don't, right? Yeah, I think um, the big thing is understanding and uh, finding it and then nurturing it. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, when it comes to teaching it, if you are born with it, you can find it and nurture it and and make it super. But if you have zero entrepreneur trades, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to be a high-level entrepreneur, um, just like it's going to be very difficult to be a high-level NBA player, you're going be a great, great basketball player and never make it to the NBA or college. Well, I mean, I've seen you play basketball, Paul, and I think part of the
1: problem is, I mean, your vertical leap, I mean, it's hard to get a sheet of paper underneath those feet, okay? So that's going to limit you, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, James, what do you think about that? Do you, you, you agree with that?
3: One hundred percent. I, um, you know, I knew at nine years old, I was out hustling and and knocking on doors, asking people, could I cut their yards and selling candy and all that kind of stuff at a very early age. And see, I'll
2: tell you something. I I was never that guy.
3: I was never that guy. So
2: go on. Sorry. But,
3: but I mean, in my mind, I, 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 was figuring out what I needed, how, what, you know, how much gas I needed to put in the car, I mean, in the lawnmower and yeah. And when I was selling candy, I knew how many boxes yeah. I had to sell, what the, what the margins were. I mean, <laughs> at 9 and 10 years old, that was going through my head. Well, as I got older, and I, I think this is a common trait for entrepreneurs, it's very difficult to stay in a four wall building or in a cubicle for any length of time <laughs> you have to be on the move on the go meeting people shaking hands or doing something active that's moving you forward and whatever that is that you're doing what you're pursuing it's, it's tough that. yeah it's tough to stay still don't let the moss grow you know you yeah. need to be constantly active and, and that could also mean reading books you know educating yourself and just you know wanting to learn how to improve a system or learn how to help others do what they need to do I think that's why I'm in the field that I'm in. I I really like different things and I don't like to be locked into one particular box that says this is how things have to be done. And nobody tells James what to do. No (laughs) one puts James in the corner. (laughs) So I do, I I think there's a sense to that. I I, I believe that, um, you know, your mindset, and like I said, my mind's constantly spinning. You know, Mm -hmm. if I have a problem or if I see something and I want to fix it, how yeah, but just because how your mind's solution. constantly spinning doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur either. Absolutely True. not. True. Correct. So True. there's a lot no. of
2: variables here, and it's nice to talk about, to hone it down to what are the few key variables. Well, it's like, you know, that goes along with what Gary V says.
1: You know, he says ideas are crap. It's all by execution. Yeah. You yeah. can have ideas at the wazoo, yeah. but if you don't actually execute and get stuff done. Yeah. Implementation I you, and execution. I think you mentioned earlier, James, you know, you might be running you have 20 different ideas but if you're not actually implementing yeah. any of them yeah. and you're half yeah. half doing each of them or whatever um, you get nowhere so you got to, that there's an execution element to it as well i think yeah you got way as, to know where to put your foot on the throttle as paul said earlier gsd that's right you got to get shit done right that's right <laughs> i think that's an important element to uh, to that for sure huge piece of an entrepreneur is that yeah and i i've Look, I know some fellow business owners that um, I think that's where their biggest weakness is. They got, they have really good ideas. And every time I talk to them, they've got some idea. And then the next time I, t- I they're talk always to them three- talking about an idea. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. always talking about an idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's I like have. I talk to them and I say, yeah. hey, three months later, I go, Hey, how's that going with the such and such? And like, oh,
2: you know, but now, now they got a new ideas. You know, what's funny is you say that I find myself in this sometimes in the same, same avenue of like, man, this guy's just always talking about doing something. But then I, over the last few years, i put myself around people who do. Mm-hmm. A lot less talking, a lot more doing. And what I found was I'm like, holy shit. like They're doing more than I am. I need to catch up. Yeah. So it's been addictive being around guys like you and James and other people that we know that own their own business and they're growing themselves. And when I say growing a business... And then I'm not talking about just financially mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about the footprint they leave on this earth growing that footprint to be the the biggest impact possible. so it's not always financially so there's a lot of guys we know people we know that are growing and they may not be necessarily making the most money. It's not about the most money mm-hmm. that you can hoard so someone you know when you're buried in the ground it, it gets burnt it's what's the impact you leave? Uh So when you talk about types of entrepreneurs, I think social entrepreneur mm-hmm. is a big, big element that the people who are capitalizing on the social movement and making money, that is the future of business. Uh, I see so many social entrepreneurs and I'm going, are they making money?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And sometimes when I talk to them, it's like, well, I'm making the money that I need to make. Mm -hmm. to do what I need to do to make an impact. And you start start looking at yourself like, you know, we grew up, our parents are all in a different different era. Mm -hmm. It was about making money, saving money, retiring, and you have to have this pile of money. And I didn't grow up with anybody telling me about a social impact in life Mm -hmm. that I'm leaving behind. It was just kind of the byproduct of hardworking, right? Mm -hmm. I think us growing up, the byproduct of hardworking and doing what we do, is that social element. But now it's more focused to the forefront because if things are going to change in the country and in the world, it's with us. It's not with corporations. It's small business and small business is entrepreneurs. So we're we're gonna be the ones making the biggest impact in the world. Uh people like uh the guy that wrote uh uh um uh, the uh the code of the extraordinary mind, Have you ever read that book, uh He he started a whole movement about, and even Stan Lee, who just passed away, you Mm -hmm. know, he even talks about this is our world. We're on a, Earth is a spaceship through time, and we're all on this same spaceship, so it needs to, we need to look at each other as a whole world, and that's hard to do with old school mentality. Yeah. Hard to do. Yeah. And when we have old school mentality running the country and at high levels, you have that, that, uh, that back and forth from the young generation now where the young kids like my son you know i know james yeah we all have kids that are young mm-hmm. and their mentality and the movies they watch it's worldwide stuff yeah. like yeah. my son williams when i grow up watching the rock doing worldwide <laughs> launches of movies yeah. when we were his age we that you didn't see that no, no. it was hollywood on their bed carpet and you didn't even know they had movies in Japan right. or China. Now he's like he 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 knows the whole world. Yeah, it's a different world. So the entrepreneur mindset is is changing, and I think that's good. And the entrepreneurs today, like us, we know that we just have to find how to bridge that gap to make a bigger impact in our world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's very important. Well, unfortunately, we're about out of time here, guys.
1: Um, great conversation. I'd love to have you back on to continue talking about this in another month or so, maybe um, to talk more about entrepreneurs and what it looks like. Sure. Defining, you know, for example, one of the things we didn't get into is, you know, what is a successful entrepreneur? And you're kind of getting into that a little bit with the social aspect. But uh, thanks again, guys, for coming on as being guests. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week. And don't forget, cash flow is king.
0: This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.